ahead and get started. <laughs> Sorry for like already 15 minutes in. I didn't even realize that I was chatting so much. Um, let's see. Actually, uh, Cindy, would you uh, give us an opening prayer? Yeah, of course. Our Father in heaven, we are so very grateful for this opportunity that we have to meet together with each other as friends and as brothers and sisters in the gospel and to discuss the words of our wonderful prophet and to be able to learn and to grow and to develop our, our testimonies and our, our insights and to be able to feel of thy spirit and to be led as to things that we need to do to prepare for the second coming of thy son. We're grateful for all that thou hast done for us and especially for the atonement of thy son and for the opportunity that we have to repent and to move forward in our lives. Please bless us this evening with thy spirit and we're so grateful for all that thou hast done for us and these things we pray for in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you. All right. So we've got two really interesting, fun talks to uh, dive into. Um, when you, <laughs> you got the assignment of um, uh, moving forward and a new normal, probably kind of a, a little bit of a downer, like, oh, really? Like, let's do let God prevail. But I think that these are, are really crucial, uh, great bookends to the October 2020 conference. Um, and so I think that they're, they're, they just really bounce off of each other a lot. If you uh, chart out conference chiastically, um, they are definitely a match set for the beginning and the end. Uh, I think they're, they're crucial to, to study together. Um, so, So yeah, <laughs> what do you you guys all uh, have that uh, stood out to you as you were reading these uh, talks back to back? I'm just gonna give a shout out to Elder Holland. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> how often does that happen? <laughs> yeah. Um, did anybody like, uh, listen to it again? I loved in between, uh, on moving forward. So chapter 48 here, uh, in between verses three and four, it was kind of interesting how president Nelson transitions with, um, you know, during the past few months, all of this gloom and doom. And then, um, uh, I pray for all who are currently suffering and then gives a little pause and Meanwhile, the work of the Lord is steadily moving forward and he's just like upbeat and happy and stuff. It was, it was kind of funny to, to go back and, and listen to that uh, again. Uh, his, <laughs> I don't know, it kind of cracked me up. Um, I'm confused. What do you mean in 48? Um, so chapter 48 in the book. So uh, the talk moving forward. That's what I got confused about. Is that not? It? yeah it is yeah, that's no it. i just couldn't find where we were i couldn't find where the page. <laughs> okay, got, it. <laughs> it got me worried all of a sudden i was like oh no no i can't find 48 it's page one, 125 
Yeah, page 125. But then I was confused because you started out about the talk, the new normal. So were we supposed to read a lot more talks? Just those two together, since they're okay. really tiny ones. It's 48 so, and 51. Yeah, 48 and 51. It's the first okay. talk. I did 50 and 51. <laughs> okay. Oh, so okay. you, like, it wasn't consecutive. So that's confusing. Like, you're oh. keeping us on our toes, Cameron. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yep. yep, it's moving forward. Apparently, we're not staying on our toes. <laughs> I try, but it's like herding cats. I'm just kidding. I'm for okay. sure not. <laughs> okay, so what verses was that you were talking uh -huh. about? Verse three and four. Okay. And I also liked in four, you know, meanwhile, the work of the Lord is steady, steadily moving forward amid social distancing, face masks, and Zoom meetings. We have learned to do some things differently and some even more effectively unusual times can bring unusual rewards and I thought you know that's really true because before that we never really use zoom or technology well I mean we did use technologies for things but but zoom especially I mean look at us now mm -hmm. yeah exactly. <laughs> it's everything right you know <laughs> we've learned to do things and and for church meetings and all kinds of things I I think that um, things have become a lot more simplified and efficient. So that, that's kind of a fun thing that's come out of it anyway. Mm -hmm. Well, we were all like into meetings, right? Like you have to go to the bishop's office for tithing settlement. We did it on Zoom again this year. It's just easier, right? Yeah. I know. I've never and, done it yeah. via Zoom. We've always went in, even during COVID. Oh, really? No, we did it. We did it during COVID. And then we did it this past year and in fact he didn't do it in november or december i think ours was in september this year mm -hmm. this past year you know so we kind of it's that traditions of men i feel like we kind of started breaking some of those down yeah the things yeah. like focusing on those things that aren't super important now it's like well we can't do that anymore how are we going to do it and make it mm -hmm. work and that's kind of nice getting rid of the social order is mm -hmm. it yeah mm -hmm. all the just fluff that is built up around things that oh that's not doctrine or it's not actual anything we just we just do it and we don't know why i guess kind of for a better word it's like the pomp and circumstance even though tithing yeah. settlement in the bishop's office isn't pomp and circumstance it is like that's the way it is you know like mm -hmm. we set that it's in stone and it's not the way it is you know i also like that people don't come to church sick anymore like if you're sick just stay home and watch it on zoom like i think probably some people are lazy and just don't go but like i think people are more like aware of not spreading stuff because i've always not loved people coming sick no i'm not even a german foe but especially like in the temple i don't like when people are like <laughs> I just feel like it's so touchy, it's so touchy and just like, ah. but I think for church, it's made people just stay home if they don't feel well and not feel guilty and feel like they're, you know, missing out. It's like giving but permission. It's yeah, it is. But I'm sure some people take advantage of it. But the thing I love the most is I love funerals on Zoom because you can't always be there. No. And it is funerals so nice. Funerals are always so inconvenient as far as the timing. Like timing, and so then so you hard. just feel like at least you can listen, and mm -hmm. it's Iffy. so great. Yeah. I, well, I, being in the nursery last week, one of my moms brought in their daughter, and she goes, "We all have allergies. She's fine." 
And then during sacrament meeting, she started sneezing. So I'm just going to stay in here and keep wiping her nose where normally they would like drop them off and say, yeah, she might need to wipe her nose a few times. Right. <laughs> so I really appreciated that as nursery leader, not having to wipe snotty noses. <laughs> Those nursery ones. Yeah. Well, also we just had our state conference and even though, you know, COVID is not really an issue where we are, they still had had it available over zoom for those who you know couldn't come and not really because of covid just because our our stake is so huge i mean from one state one side of the stake to the other it's it's like a, a four-hour drive oh, from one side of the stake to the other and you so for can... those who couldn't make that drive you know, it's so nice to be able to just watch it on Zoom. So yes. it's so convenient. <laughs> well, I teach a lady that doesn't live very far from the church, but she's homebound. She's in a wheelchair. She doesn't have a vehicle to transport her. And she's not been watching church all these years. And she's finally being able to participate in church. Yeah. It's yeah. Awesome. So awesome. Last Saturday, uh, I was on a Zoom call for a funeral in our ward in Lansing, our previous ward in Lansing, Michigan. And uh, one of my favorite people in the ward passed away from a heart attack a week ago, 71 years old. So, but uh, we were able to watch the funeral and which was really wonderful. Yeah, where that wouldn't be possible otherwise. Exactly, a yeah. Major huge sacrifice to go it's, do that. Yeah, it's like a five or six hour drive. Yeah, and especially with the, the greatness of like technology and Zoom, a lot of those can be recorded for later viewing, you know, with posterity and stuff down the road too. Yep. Love that. Well, then let's go into the next verse where we talk about how missionary work has been, how it's improved, yeah. right? Because we're not stuck in the pomp and circumstance, the, <laughs> the strict order of things or whatever you want to call it. Like we've had to break that mold um, in the way we do missionary work. So well, I think that the phone calls home to the parents is so, so good for the kids. Like, I feel like made it so much, I don't just more doable. And then they're all online. They're all on Facebook. All the, all the missionaries are constantly posting and doing the daily things. And I, I think it's great. And I think that it, they're, a lot of them are having a lot of success. So there are a lot of things that are better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mike daughter just came home this last year um she went overseas came home two months and then went back to uh, minneapolis but she did all of her proselyting believe it or not on facebook yep and um you know she became a guru at uh, marketing on facebook and, <laughs> and and finding people in her location and everything so it's pretty cool yeah. the thing that hit me the most about this talk is verse two I was shocked when he said that this conference last April was viewed by more people than any other preceding it. Mm -hmm. Blew me away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that they had every expectation that it'll happen again. Like, uh, it's amazing when everybody kind of had time to kind of focus and stay home kind of thing, you know, that uh, some of that hustle and bustle helped. Uh, uh, people to um, have a better chance to watch it versus uh, people were, were looking and, and yearning for, for that in their lives, right? 
I think also um, with the onset of COVID, I think there was somewhat of a great awakening in the church. Yes, very and, much. And so I, I think that that had something to do with it too. Everyone's like, oh, wow, we really, you know, we need to listen to the prophet and right. see where things are going. And so a lot of people I think that was probably too. Yeah. And some people are still home. There was a lot of people that still weren't working. So yeah, you're right, Cindy. It just yeah, I- makes me wonder how many of those people that decided, oh my gosh, maybe I need to get on the ball are like starting to get complacent now. People yeah. <laughs> seem really starting to wake up more and more with the events going on in the world. Like I, my clients a lot are coming in that haven't been awake and like, are you aware of what's going on? I'm like, oh yeah, I'm very aware. (laughs) But like, I'm glad you finally realized. (laughs) Like, we're going into World War III. I'm like, yep, probably. Oh, I thought it was interesting. This thought just came to me and that is gas going up the way it goes. And trust me, it's not going down anytime soon. Um, You know, for those stakes that are really large, and, you know, like in Alaska or Texas or wherever. Yeah. I mean, just think about this. Everything's been set up so people can still stay very active mm-hmm. and not have to worry about where they're going to find money to put gas in the cars. That's yeah. a good point, Stefan. Yeah. yeah, just hit me. Well, and it's kind of like, uh, you know, who said it? You guys will probably know. I don't know, but um, that things would happen so naturally that we wouldn't recognize necessarily mm-hmm. unless we're looking for the signs. But it's kind of cool to see that things happen so naturally on the Lord's side that he prepares us that it's like, oh, wow, you know, and and also it kind of supports the scripture in the Book of Mormon that I make uh, weak things become strong, mm-hmm. right? And I can't help but to think that, you know, even though this COVID thing was something that came on because of somebody else, I can't help but to think that the Lord has used it to his advantage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always. Yeah, it didn't catch him by surprise. He knew that we were prepared. And exactly. He can bring about greater missionary efforts. He can bring about so much uh, through it. I love that. So question on verse 11. So this is one that I want to like stretch your brains on. <laughs> so if you were to, to give like a surface level uh, answer to, to what is verse 11 about versus like dive deep, what is verse 11, like some hidden meanings, footnotes, like what is it really saying? So you so, want the dive deep, not the superficial. Are you both. asking for both? Okay. Yeah, both. We'll go with the superficial first, and then we'll we'll dive deep in a second. So let me read it, and uh, we'll we'll kind of pick it apart. But um, this is the one that really ties into a new normal. Uh, they're very chiastic in, in nature; they play well off of each other. Anyway, it says, "As we gather to hear the words of the Lord, uh, or hear the words the Lord has inspired His servants to deliver." I invite you to ponder a promise the Lord made. He declared that whosoever will may lay hold upon the word of God, which is quick and powerful, which shall divide asunder all the cunning and wiles of the devil and lead the disciple of Christ in a straight and narrow course. So superficial, what's it saying? 
but superficial is kind of a, uh, just kind of what's surface. The, the surface level? Well, the word of God is, will help us to resist the devil, basically, and, and help us to, you know, make good choices. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like the blood on the lentils, right? For Passover. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. not so, and not be deceived mm -hmm. yeah so he's given us uh he wants us to ponder a promise that the lord's given saying if you'll listen to my word you know scriptures prophets but especially in this context president nelson's pointing at this general conference that you'll be uh greater to uh arm yourself against the adversary and um be not deceived kind of a thing, right? So let's take a look at the, the footnote. So Helaman, I'm not going to put it up on the screen because I don't want to like break the meeting. <laughs> Every time that I screen share, for yeah. something, it, it does the weird things. Don't so, do that, camera. <laughs> I think I figured out why, but I'm still not going to do it. Um, You're anyway, awesome. so if we all pull up our handy dandy Helaman threes let me get back to it yeah and of course my phone is trying to be dumb just a second there we go sorry okay so Helaman 329 says yea we see that whosoever will may lay hold upon the word of god which is quick and powerful which shall divide asunder all the cunning and the snares and the wiles of the devil and lead the man of christ in a straight and narrow course across that everlasting gulf of misery which is prepared to engulf the wicked so how is it different what president nelson says versus what helaman 329 says like what was omitted because president nelson gives a couple ellipses there and and cuts it off uh, a little early so what's he saying and and what's the focus of the scripture anyway like what what's taken out well it still says lay hold, lay hold upon the word of god and it mm -hmm. says the same thing um lay lay hold upon the word of god it says that on both of them mm -hmm. missing snares yeah so which is quick and powerful which shall divide asunder all the cunning and the snares and the wiles of the devil the snares is taken out like why put an ellipses there like i mean it takes about the same amount of print space and you know it wouldn't be that hard to add an extra word in as you're talking but I mean, he omits it on purpose. Why, why take out snares? And then what else is missing? Um, let's see. The last part, the gulf of yeah, misery. Yeah, the straight narrow gate. The gulf of misery. Did you look up the footnote on the gulf of misery? It's all about the great and spacious building. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the pride of the children of men. Exactly. Which is so separates a rod of iron, right? The word of God from them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so he's taking out the snares and he's taking out the gulf of misery 
because I, I don't think that that's the focus of what he's trying to get at in the, the talk here. So if we're taking out um, some of that, uh, we're not talking about the snares and all that kind of stuff. We're not uh, trying to listen to conference to, to prepare for snares, but we are trying to prepare for conference for the cunning and the wiles of the devil. But let's focus on the actual word of God. So what does it describe it here as? It's quick and powerful and shall divide asunder. So what does quick and powerful mean? Because it, it sounds a lot like the iron rod is what kind of describing here, right? If you lay hold upon the iron rod, you'll be able to go across the, the gulf and everything, right? But what is quick and powerful? I think that that's, that's huge, especially as it ties into the, the other talk there. How, how can the word of God be quick? Like what kind of version of quick are we looking at? Is it like speedy? Like as in... Uh, I have written in my margins in my scriptures why we study scriptures this birth mm -hmm. yeah and so it's quick because the holy ghost will touch your spirit as you study scriptures and give you insight and be able to part any of the adversarial issues that the world is trying to to, to engulf you with mm -hmm. And it's quick because of the Holy Ghost has that power on you, right? Yeah. So one of the definitions of quick is when um, a woman's pregnant and you quicken, then you feel the baby move, right? So um, to be quick is to be alive. Mm -hmm. And um, is he not testifying that? God is alive. He's not, you know, here we're talking about all these idols and especially during COVID, it was easy to focus on the idols. How many people binge watched, right? All their favorite shows. And it was easy to do that and kind of be put to sleep. And yet we're comparing that going back to Abraham, you know, breaking all the idols in his father's house. All those things are just dumb. None of them are alive. But God's, what is it? Um, uh, the word of God is alive. Mm -hmm. And so I think part of it is comparing that to the dumb idols that we have. Yeah. Yeah, I really like oh, that. Oh, good. And also one of the definitions is learning, thinking, or understanding with speed and dexterity. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I hadn't seen either one of those when I was looking it up. So DNC 6.2, which is what are the references as you follow this, the, the thread, says, mm -hmm. Behold, I am God, give heed unto my word, which is quick and powerful. Then it says, sharper than a two-edged sword, to the dividing is centered both joints and marrow. Therefore, give heed unto my words. Yeah, that's exactly the same as as uh, section 11, 
11, what was it? 11 through 11, two. Right, there. right. Yeah, and I don't know if uh, any of you remember the, the study on quick from Triumphosion. Uh, it talks about translation when we're moved upon by the Holy Ghost. Oh, it, yeah. Quickening. It's when it makes us alive. It, um, when, when quickening happens, it can go one of two ways, right? It can either divide us asunder and uh, oh. <laughs> joints and marrow destroy us kind of a thing, or we can be transfigured to withhold, I mean, not withhold, withstand glory, higher, greater glory kind of a thing. So the word of God is both quick and powerful and it can can cut away all of the the chaff that we have in our life all of the cunning the the wiles of the devil and and lead us in a narrow course and you know if we we look at the narrow course and enduring to the end uh often those references are talking about the power of translation and um coming into the presence of god so it's interesting as uh I, I promise we'll, we'll come back to, to this as well. But if we jump over to, to a new normal and compare that verse 11 in the previous one with verse four of a new normal. Give us a page. Um, page 137. Oh, I was on it. Okay. And Cameron, can we throw verse three in there too? Because that's what I tied those two verses together. Uh-huh. Yeah, for sure. Um. And so I'm, I'm just paraphrasing. We'll, we'll come to, to verse three in just a second. But um, as we have verse four in a new normal here, it says, today we often hear about a new normal. But if you really want to embrace a new normal, I invite you to turn your heart, mind, and soul increasingly to our Heavenly Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. Let that be your new normal. So, I mean, we've... Uh, especially if you studied the whole conference uh, with uh, let God prevail, embrace the future with faith. Uh, there's many different key themes throughout here, but um, at, at the beginning of conference, he's saying like, I invite you to ponder a promise of the, the quickening power that the word of God can have. And if you apply it, you can have a new normal. Um, I, anyway, it kind of, Keep that in mind as we we dive into these talks. Um, I believe that he is very actively inviting us to uh, to ascend the ladder, to um, repent and and put away Babylon, all of these different things, all of our preconceptions of COVID and and the world as it is, and and elevate ourselves, assume a new normal, a new level, a new name, a new purpose, all of that kind of stuff in there. So let me throw something super interesting. I just thought I'm going to look up in the 1823, is it, or 1828 dictionary sharp. Mm -hmm. The um, fifth definition is being of quick or nice perception applied to the senses or organs of perception as a sharp eye, sharp sight. So isn't that interesting when you put it with the talk, hear him? Yes. That he wants us to have a sharp perception, a sharp eye, sharp sight, um, uh, an increased sharpness of our senses. That's awesome. Uh, mm -hmm. That's kind of cool, isn't it? Yeah. 
So to have an eye single to his glory. Mm-hmm. Which, but I mean, to be able to phrase new meaning. Yeah, to have the, that sense that you can, what did he say that you need to recognize the voice of the Lord? And that takes a sharpness of our senses and our perceptions. It takes a little bit more than that too. It takes faith, right? To know that's the voice of the Lord. I recognize it. So not just faith, but also um, uh, constant interaction. So you recognize it, you know, that it's the voice of the Lord, not just, is that it? You know, mm -hmm. you kind of start out that way, but eventually, you know, when you hear it. So how many times in the church growing up after I became a member did I hear people, well, how do I recognize the voice of the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. How do I know that this is from the Lord and not from Satan. And so I'm looking at this as like, yeah, I'm teaching you all this stuff and you got to understand this is the new normal. Mm -hmm. This is what I want you to do. This, this type of comprehension, understanding, direction, quickness of the spirit, that is the new normal that you're going to have to have if you're going to make it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and then on seven, right there on seven, it says, have you grown closer to the Lord or do you feel farther away from him? And then you look right there where it says, go back to 11, where it said, lay hold upon the word of God. Probably the ones who weren't laying hold upon the, the word of God are already leaving. They're already going. They're getting distracted and already leaving. And I think that's interesting that he's asking, have you grown closer to the Lord or do you feel farther away from him? It's the div that dividing that was talking about how it's the, it's cunning, it's, it's quick and it's moving people one way or the other. It also reminds me when he tells us in the book of Mormon that um, he will have a humble people and I'll have, whether you do it yourselves or I humble you, it's almost a gentle way of, I don't want to say making us humble, but changing our hearts. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we haven't chosen to change our hearts. So I'm gently going to change them for you and you can decide what you're going to do. But eventually there's not going to be a gentleness that comes. Yeah. This reminds me of Alma five, 26. Now behold, I saying to you, my brethren, have you experienced a change of heart? And if you have felt this to sing the song of redeeming love, I'd ask you, can you feel so now? I, love I mean, plan. have we really experienced this? Do we, do we, do we have this mighty change? And he's the great thing that I love about this is he's using this change, <laughs> Ovid, to emphasize all this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was that Alma 537? Yeah, there's a couple of them in Alma 5. This one was five was 526. And there's another one. Uh, I mean, the, two or three times in Alma, he says, um, have, have, you, have you changed? Mighty change Alma 512, uh, 513, uh, Pure Heart 519. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, quite a few times he mentions it there. Right. Right. Oh, uh, Becky. 
So verse six, he talks about Wait, which help. talk? Um, the first one. Okay. Page 126. He's talking about in the calendar year 2020, we will around for 20 new temples. And this ties into what we were just talking about. I looked up 2020, 20. There's so many 20s here. What does that mean? And I looked it up and it's complete slash perfect waiting period. So I wish I would have realized this as I heard because I could have realized that this was a perfect waiting period for us to learn and grow and reach these things that we're talking about if I would have let it, you know? Nice Look catch. Back. Yeah, looking back wow. now. Oh, so things to maybe think about for this upcoming conference as oh. well try to catch stuff like that so you don't it's cool to look back but it's even greater to catch it at the yeah. start yeah that's way cool yeah. great what does 22 mean <laughs> oh i thought Becky was gonna enlighten us there means no, high gas prices hyperinflation it means devaluing <laughs> <laughs> of your money <laughs> Yeah, the yeah. new normal. Yeah. <laughs> stay home. <laughs> it's a new way for them to get us to stay home. Yeah. Raise the gas prices. I heard that there's another Omicron variant this morning. I was oh, like, man. oh my gosh, how many ways are we going to try to keep like bringing out the same thing over and over, but worse and worse? You know, it's like, yeah. okay, eventually it's like, and there's going to be bad bees. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the yeah. way he cried wolf. Okay, yeah, I'm done. I'm so, and they just approved a new fourth oh, booster I I shot. It's like, okay, or third booster, fourth shot. It's like, really? Like, I'm just, yeah, okay, I'm over this. Yeah. <laughs> and they just came out and realized that Pfizer kept everything hidden, but they finally have come up with mm -hmm. that you're more susceptible to COVID after you take the shot. Right. For the first couple of weeks. And I saw the Epic Times. I get I I read the headlines and then if I want to, you know, I don't pay for it. So then I go look up the headline if I want to. But does anybody have you heard that China is now locking down? They've got 26 million people locked down in Shanghai now. And I'm like, have like it feels like everything's just a rerun. Like everything. It's yeah. just like, can't you come up? So Please President don't come up Chi, with something new because I don't want to do anything new, but it's like, no, we're kind of on to you now. Well, President Xi is getting ready for a re-election. So he completely shut it down because he wants to be able to say in his re-election that he completely got rid of COVID. So he's going to the extremes now. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Kind of the opposite of what our country's doing. Everybody's not locked down that was still locked down because <laughs> we got rid of COVID. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. So going back to um, a new normal and reading verse three and four together. Um, very interesting here. Well, I, kind of two as well. Uh, it's interesting where he says, I have pictured you in my mind. You know, the power of visualization. Mm -hmm. and, um I, I've asked the Lord to help me understand what you're feeling and then pay attention because the Lord answered my prayer kind of thing. Um, we live in a glorious age foreseen by prophets for centuries. This is the dispensation when no spiritual blessing will be withheld from the righteous. And, you know, kind of like uh, the other talk or 
said, you know, pay attention. The, the word is quick and powerful. No spiritual blessing will be withheld. Despite the world's commotion, the Lord would have us look forward to the future with joyful anticipation. Let us not spin our wheels in the memories of yesterday. The gathering of Israel moves forward. The Lord Jesus Christ directs the affairs of his church and it will achieve its divine objectives. The challenge for you and me is to make certain that each of us will achieve his or her divine potential. Today, we often hear about a new normal. If you really want to embrace a new normal, I invite you to ascend the ladder to heaven. It doesn't say that, but <laughs> I invite you to turn your heart, mind, and soul increasingly to our Heavenly Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. Let that be your new normal. Embrace your new normal by repenting daily. Seek to be increasingly pure in thought, word, and deed. Minister, keep an eternal perspective about the whole thing. And that's what the word of God helps us to do. Keep that eternal perspective. Anyway, I think that these talks are like so powerful. And, but look how he started verse three. I mean, we, you know, we're in 2022 now, but during 2020, what was going on, right? I mean, we're locked down to the nth degree, right? Yeah. And he's saying, oh, but that's okay. We're living in a glorious age. <laughs> yep. Only a prophet could get, get away with saying that and understanding the bigger picture, right? Mm -hmm. That's why he had to ask the Lord to understand what we were feeling. Cause he didn't, yeah. he didn't understand. It's like, well, you yeah. guys, this is great. Don't you know what's coming? And he couldn't understand how we were feeling. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and it kind of shows in his other talks, not to like totally take us off course, but this was a, a, a great aha moment that uh, Jamie had here in, in uh, person. But um, as we were looking at the, like, let God prevail, you know, like one of the greatest talks of all time, uh -huh. um, the, the story of Jill, his great granddaughter-in-law yes. or whatever, granddaughter-in-law, um, the, the story's kind of like thrown in there and it's kind of like paradoxical of like, why? Why talk about this story? But um, it's been interesting. Anytime that there are pseudonames used, why does he pick the name Jill? What does that have to do with anything? And we were kind of talking about it at the retreat and stuff, but like there's, there's powerful metaphors pointing to wherever where where else do we see the name jill we see it in jack and jill what's the the parable of jack and jill it's a parable of zion the church represents jill jack and jill went up a hill to fetch a pill of water jack fell down broke his crown and jill came tumbling after i think there's no coincidence in tying the church to jill and being myopic in the way that we handled covid and like he's trying to kind of bring us out of this this tailspin of fear that that some of us are experiencing and going gathering of Israel guys let God prevail and what's one of the greatest outcomes of let God prevail this book club I'm just kidding <laughs> it was like <laughs> one of those turning points right where we were like okay let's focus on Abraham and uh, soon after we we started our our book club in January of 
actually studying Israel and, and the blessings that, that he promised to Father Abraham and, and how we access those. Um, anyway, it was just, it was so fun to go back through October 2020 because I did not see it at the time, but I can see it now. And like, oh, he, he was so prophetically guiding us through the COVID struggle and preparing us for the, um, the winnowing that would happen the, the year after in such a marvelous way. I, I love it. Anyway, what, what are your thoughts? What you got? I'm taking up too much time. Sorry. That was my, my aha moments that I had when I was reading these talks. Okay. Here's something. I just want to look up and see what the name Jill means. Yeah. Child of the gods. <laughs> yep. There you go. It's a short form of Jillian from the Latin name of Juliana, meaning youthful. So anyways, but it, it, the English origin meaning is child of the gods. So mm -hmm. there you go. I love it. So COVID started what? February, March, 2020, right? March, right at the very end of the impeachment. Right at the end of the impeachment. They impeached <laughs> Trump and then it started. And then oh. as soon as the as as soon as Russia starts, it ended. <laughs> so if you think about that, this is when? This is October 2020 that he's giving right. this. And we are full on in COVID lockdown by now, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And our world has totally changed. I mean, we look back at it now and it's we don't really understand, you know the impact it had on us because it's we're, it's the new normal now for us right but back then we were all freaking out mm, <laughs> right true and and he basically says don't worry the lord has got everything under control and we're going to use this new normal to make you better people mm -hmm. this is now it's so upgrade. crystal clear <laughs> what's that yeah, like this is going to be a chance to upgrade if you'll take it. <laughs> right. And it's so crystal clear now as we look back at it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So going back to the first talk, verse 11 there that I was uh, going through, it's like Isaiah's ladder in a nutshell, right? He declared that whosoever will may lay hold upon the word of God. Wait, wait, and verse 11 in the first talk you said? uh-huh yeah so oh i'm in 10 that. i'm sorry okay sorry you're good but yeah whosoever will i mean it's all about agency you have to be able to choose it yourself it's not it can't be forced but whosoever will may lay hold upon the word of god which is quick and powerful which shall divide asunder all of the cunning and the wiles of the devil and lead the disciple of christ in a straight and narrow course like Triumph of Zion, Isaiah decoded, all of those things kind of like mashed together to like understand and unpack it. It's like, it's just mind blowing. And, and he's prepping this conference, prefacing it going, guys, if you'll study, you'll have the power that you need to make it through this trial and all of the future ones that are coming. Because gathering Israel is our most important task. We have to stay focused. We cannot be myopic. We cannot be like a Jill that falls down the hill, tumbling after Jack. We have to be able to, to confront all of these things that are, that are coming. 
Yeah, Leslie. I think that's what I was feeling um, in verse three. He was saying that no spiritual blessing will be withheld from the righteous, that we will be able to ascend the ladder and to do all the work that he, um, that the Lord has in mind for us to do. Um, it was almost like the Lord highlighted those two, that, that verse out of that talk. And then the other one that you read, um, verse 11 from the other talk and uh, very cool. Yeah. And words, even, invite and ponder. Oh. Mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, Cindy. that's okay. And even in the new normal, um, in verse nine, he says, I bless you to be filled with the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ. His peace is beyond all mortal understanding. So, you know, we're not understanding really what's going on, but if we can feel his peace, then that's more important than, than anything, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. I like, and I can, oh, go ahead, Becky, you have your hand raised. Go ahead. Well, I was just thinking now that we can look back and see this, um, I, how, well, I'm just thinking about, you know, as we're studying Exodus this week and how the Lord starts with these tiny tribulation, you know, the tinier plagues, annoyances like flies and stuff like that. And then finally, you know, he gets bigger, 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 bigger. And I think that's a pattern we're going to see in our day and how important it is. Um, I didn't handle COVID looking back like I should have, but now I know what to do, you know, for the next real plague that comes through, you know, with this first thing was like a trial run so that we could practice and understand and there's more coming. Um, it's just looking back, I think it's important that we remember these things and we don't let, let us not spin our wheels in the memories of yesterday. It was kind of hard to be <laughs> and not get out and not do things, but just hold on to the Lord and um, we'll be led through, you know, the trial. Mm -hmm. I mean, in reality, like, are you grateful for COVID? Can you answer yes or no to, to that? That's, that's a huge question because we're going to have harder things. And just looking at what COVID helped prepare us for, it was like, I, I wouldn't have been ready for a, a actual bigger plague right so it's like no I'm, I'm totally grateful for covid and all the learning lessons and stuff I, yeah bring on the next one now <laughs> covid will be a walk in the park compared to what's coming look yeah. at verse 10 may we go forward together to fulfill our divine mandate just that alone is amazing but then it says that of preparing ourselves and you've rarely rarely used to hear this but boy it's coming pronounced now of preparing ourselves and the world for the second coming of the Lord. I mean, how direct is that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that just sends chills through you, right? Yep. Yeah, this was a just an interesting thing. I heard, I was driving around today, so I had the talk radio on. I don't know who it was, but they were saying that there was, I don't know, if it was in Finland. I think it was just a parishioner and a, a bishop that were brought up on trial 
facing life in prison for quoting Romans about something that was, um, it was about a moral issue regarding a moral issue. And it wasn't, um, it was offensive to many people, right? Because the Lord's commandments are offensive. So they actually were brought up on trial and were facing imprisonment for life, but um, they were acquitted mm-hmm. um, unanimously. So that was good. But it just made me think, is this a precursor to come? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not going to be popular to, to stand on the Lord's side. Mm-mm. No, that was actually, I was really glad I heard that. Um, I did want to say, let's see. That verse nine in moving forward, mm-hmm. I just really love that, that if we are, we're here on earth to be tested, to see if we will choose to follow Jesus Christ, to repent regularly, to learn and to progress. Our spirits long to progress. I love that. And I don't know, I, my, COVID was very difficult for my husband. That was a difficult, difficult year. Um, we had just moved in January, the end of January, he had a new job. He's in charge of all these people and he didn't know anyone. And it's like, I'm getting paid and I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know, you know, so it was hard for me. I loved it. I absolutely loved COVID. I loved slowing down, even though I don't have kids to run everywhere. I loved building up our home and bringing in the spirit more. I just had been focusing on that already, but I felt like it caused me to focus on it more. I loved having church in our home. I just, like, we were so sad. My husband got up and bore his testimony that first Sunday back. And he said, we, or he was asked to speak in church. I don't remember which, but he said, we were really sad to disband Galky, the Galky first ward, you know? Um, and we were, and I just, I love going to church. And so when we had that talk last conference about all the blessings of going to church, I was one that that was for, because I would much rather just stay home and have, I loved having the sacrament in our home. I don't know, but it is, I, I love that phrase that our spirits long to progress. And some, so what COVID did was slow our bodies down so that our spirit could progress and maybe take the lead for a little bit. I felt that Mm -hmm. I know not everybody did, but I, I felt that a lot. I really loved it. Yeah. I loved it too. I loved working from home. I loved, Mm -hmm. you know, being at home all the time. (laughs) I loved it too. So I loved having my husband home. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Verse 10 talks about there which is Christ and the Heavenly Father's angels, their angels are watching over us. And then he bears testimony. I know this is true. Yeah. I mean, think about that. That's pretty cool when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. If, if you're willing, I'm kind of learning this, in every situation, even in our challenges, right? There's always, there's always good. There's always purpose. And you can look back and see 
how the angels were watching over you, even in, in, in our trials. Um, sometimes it's not easy to see when it's happening, but I think as we have more of those experiences where we can look back and see them, then as we move forward, it gives us strength now. Okay. May not see it. I may not feel it. This is really, really bad, but I know that they're there and I trust that they are. Yeah. I love that. And you know, just that, that word willing, like it, it's mm -hmm. throughout all of the talks in, in that conference, it has to be um, a, a matter of, of will being able to enact those, those great blessings, pull down that knowledge and, and everything. Yeah. So the question is, what are we doing for this next week? <laughs> yeah. I like, are you guys excited for conference? This is like, this is going to be awesome. I'm oh, really. we're having a sister's conference when it was announced last conference. We're not doing that anymore. Uh -huh. They yeah. immediately changed that though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's going to be so fun to, I don't know. I feel like I'm ahead of the game. Kind of like Becky was talking about, you know, like, yeah, it's great to look in the rear view mirror on these things, but like, I, I'm, I'm totally ready to like embrace this conference and like, hopefully understand a lot more in real time rather than just uh looking at it afterward but but really the question is we went through this we we read his the prophet's words does that change how we will face the future mm -hmm. we know there's something else coming more than likely i don't know are they going to rehash a pandemic again or is it going to be something else and I've been pondering on something lately. You know, I love Corey Ten Boom. I think of people who have been in prison wrongly, um, people who are put in bad situations, you know, as into servitude, wrong, you know, just servitude today. And it's really, is it bad? Heavenly Father doesn't care what situation we're in. That's kind of not how I mean it, but I kind of do. It's more, he just wants to know what we're going to do. How are we going to turn to him? You know, of course he doesn't want us suffering, but that's kind of what life is about is suffering, right? Um, stretching us. And so really, if you're imprisoned wrongly, what do you do with that? Do you turn on God? Or do you strengthen others around you, like Corey Tenboom? What do you do? How do, like that's who you've become. That's the core of who you are. It's the test to prove yourself. And um, everybody has difficult, difficult challenges. Nobody's life is easy. But what do we do with that? And so now that we've had this experience and we can look back in the rearview mirror, because we don't always get to do that. Life goes on and on and more trials and challenges come and we don't always get to look back, but now we can. And so how, how are we going to use this to change us moving forward? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. Because if, if these if we don't internalize the, the concepts and, and teachings that conference has for us, 
we, we can miss out on, on so much or whatever being changed like the the concept of, of repentance all throughout here right facing the future with faith and constantly in a state of, of repentance so that we can change any situation to to our good I think and what is that then we're just thrown away as dross or the salt that's lost its savor right like uh, that's not gonna be good <laughs> that it's the light that's put under a bushel you know it's all of those things which one are we gonna be oh and i just i just read this really really i i sent it to my friend this really cool quote i want to share with you um she texts me too much um, here it is. Being the light means you'll be called into dark rooms. What did you think that meant? Like, if we're the light of the world, it's not going to be easy. We don't, we don't put that bushel or that, you know, we don't hide under that bushel. Like we go in and light the room and sometimes it's hard to light the room. Sometimes it's not just lighting the room. Okay. I'm here. No, sometimes it's really hard lighting a room it okay. takes a lot of strength and a lot of power and if you're the only one and everybody around you is dark or loves the dark that's hard it's hard work and sometimes those people that love the dark are in your family or they're your neighbors or they're your ward members you know the people you work with but you're called to be the light and, and sometimes it's hard it's really, really hard. Yeah. So I have to share a, a kind of cool experience. I was in the temple a couple of weeks ago doing ceilings. And here in Utah, we were still wearing our masks, right? Literally halfway through the ceiling session, we got interrupted. And she poked her head in and she says, oh, you can all take your masks off. And nobody did. And she said, no, really, you could take your masks off. Everyone is cleared to not wear masks anymore in the temple. And it's like, so, oh, so we all took our masks off. It was like, oh my goodness, we've made it through. <laughs> yeah, I bet. That's a cool experience, just so you know. That's really cool. And it's cool that she did not wait. Like she interrupted the session to yeah. <laughs> shout the joy, right? It's over. It, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, I think also a key takeaway for me for today was how when um cameron said willing or our will because mm -hmm. our will or being willing is our agency right and like a lot of things like um like with mental illness a lot of it's their will do they want to get better if they don't have the will to get better they won't get better you have to have the will to get better and our will is our choices and our will is how hard we'll work for it. And just like um, Alethea said with the light, are we willing to work to shine that light? Are we willing to do the work? Are you willing to do all these things? And that's the agency that we came for. It's to say, we're right back to the beginning, right? Yeah. I thought that was really good. Yeah, Neil and Maxwell talked about that and said that our will, aligning our will with Heavenly Father's will, that's the one thing that we can give of the only thing that we can give our heavenly father back is to align our will. 
That's awesome. And I've never really noticed the that I've never really noticed that that much willingness. I haven't really, I didn't really pick that out mm-hmm. to be with, but I think that's huge. I like that elder Maxwell said, align our will because often we're taught that we need to give our will to the father. Like that's the only thing we have to give. And I just, I just don't think the father wants our will. He wants us to not so, be exactly like us, like him. Like we can be like him without without losing our personality and our differences and our, our strengths and our, I think that he just wants us to want to be like him, to want to not be like him. Cause I, that goes against everything I just said, but to align our will with his, and we can do that and still be individuals. Does that make right. sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at the quorum as well, right? Yeah. They're unanimous. They all have different opinions. Oh my goodness, yes. But they're all unanimous when mm-hmm. when things come down to us. I mean, it's a beautiful example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the uh, chat here, Elle was just kind of uh, agreeing with uh, Alethea there uh, with a great point uh, that we're not proven during good times. It's the difficult times that, that tell us the true test of our discipleship. Uh, it really is. And I think that that's a hard concept for a lot of people, but yet once you learn it, you can like use that to your advantage and like have faith through to propel you, right? It, it's interesting, kind of this willingness or whatever. Um, I was reflecting, I, as I was working today, it was just visions of glory day, I guess. Anyway, um, I was listening to that and it's amazing how many times he talks about the will and agency of, of everyone all along the way. Um, uh, that some chose not to i mean they were just not willing to do uh, a certain thing here or there or they were fully willing and and then some to uh, uh, go along with something or other right and anyway it was just uh interesting how that kept popping up all day today for me uh through visions of glory through an audiobook versus uh president nelson's talks here but that that willing agency is it's just huge. I mean, I mean, it's the plan, right? <laughs> uh, plain and simple. You really want to understand will. Just look up the synonyms for it. I did it one time, and there's a huge, long list. Yeah. Of what it means. It means personal. It was under because there's, I guess, there's several definitions or uh, synonyms for that, but it was under personal choice. Um, and some of the things they had listed was attitude character decision desires feelings discipline their mind passion resolution resolve wish appetite cravings um fancies hankering longing for opinion um volition wishes yearning and heart's desire that's just some of them Uh, so it covers a lot it covers a lot yeah. yeah, I'm just writing that down. That would it's gonna be a fun a big, word study. Doesn't aligning our will allow us to become Christ-like? Mm-hmm. And it's hard to imagine being able to do that without aligning our will. Right. Which goes hand in hand with hearing him, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That's so important. Here's a quote. I don't know where I got it from. It says it's by Jonathan Bolt, but I thought it was interesting. It says it's not about worthiness. It's about willingness. A phrase came to me when I was preparing a talk a few years ago that perfection is a direction, not a destination. We cannot earn it, but we can profess our willingness and God will justify who he qualifies. Yeah, I love that. Jonathan Bolt, you said? B O Yeah, B-O-L-D-T. I don't know where I got it from. It's mm-hmm. dated uh, 2019, so I've had it for quite a long time. Yeah, oh, so good. Who's the young women or young men who just gave that inspiring talk last conference? Yeah, no, not. um, Oh, Brad Wilcox? Yes, Brad. So his talk was all about what you just said, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, people are trying to say, well, no, I'm a hypocrite or, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not worthy. And And he said, that has nothing to do with it. It's where your heart is, where you're going, what you're doing, what you're trying to do. And God looks at that. He doesn't look at the other. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it reminds me of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, you know, when they prayed on the street corner, you know, one was all about looks and the other was about more where his heart was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, anything else before we uh, wrap up for the, the night? Um, just pulling uh, forward. So next week, we're, we're not going to be meeting on, on Wednesday night, um, other than ham radio. <laughs> but um, so next week's a bye week as far as our normal meeting time. And then the week after that, um, will be April 13th, and Group C will focus on the talk COVID-19 and temples. I think so are we going to talk anything about conference? Uh-huh, we will on April 27th. So we're going to like kind of go sequentially. Okay. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll cover the April 21 and October 21, and then uh, the week after that, then we'll do this, this one that's just happened. What did you say we're going to study? I didn't catch that. Uh-huh. Yeah, so COVID-19 in temples. Okay, gotcha. Uh-huh. And, so and what was, pages are those? Um, 157. Uh, yeah, so chapter 58 for group C. Um. So yeah, uh, hopefully, I mean, we can definitely talk about conference and, and stuff as well um, when we, we do that. But um, anyway, uh, that'll give us a couple of weeks to, to get the talks and the footnotes all out and uh, a chance to study them before we, we deep dive into to all of them. But, but yeah, I'm sure we'll, we'll be talking about them in the meantime. So just that one talk for yeah. next week. So that's four, 14 verses. Oh, it is. I thought I had planned them pretty good. We can talk about conference with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but we can uh, definitely Perfect. talk about conference with that. Yeah, that is a really short one. Um, and then 
let's see. So just kind of a recap, housekeeping, uh, April or next week, sorry, um, on Tuesday, April 5th at 7 p.m. doing the ham radio class. And then the next night, uh, Wednesday, April 6th at 730. Uh, those are both Mountain Standard Time. Um, they'll be recorded for anyone that uh, wants to, to watch them afterward. Uh, but it just kind of a kind of quick introduction kind of thing, Q&A, everything. Uh, Neil knows a lot about those ham radios that'll help us out because I'm so lost when I'm taking the course. Um, and then uh, April 15th is the, the Passover Seder, which will also be Zoomed. And then um, the Four Ordinations Book Club on April 16th at 10.30 a.m. Um, so what chapter is that? The Four Ordinations? Yeah. Is chapter 17. Okay. Okay, I was thinking I got to keep recording these because I don't want to <laughs> let everybody down. <laughs> okay good <laughs> yeah we were originally going to talk about chapter seven anyway it it is 17 right yeah that's what we did last time isn't it 17 yeah but i think we didn't dive very deep and we, yeah, we didn't, didn't finish really, it yeah we didn't really get into anything that was actually chapter 17 we were mostly in some of the earlier chapters and so we're gonna really focus on chapter 17 and then choose uh where we go after that, that that's, oh, okay. it's kind of an interesting book club because we're just kind of like flying by the seat of our pants whatever works so uh yeah chapter 17 on on that it's april 16th pretty, it's a pretty amazing book mm -hmm. and i'm just yeah. kind of hit and miss i'm just reading chapters here and there whatever yeah. strikes my fancy yeah because they're but. very topical but yeah uh, alethea is doing a great job we've how many of you recorded like four or five five Six, um I yeah i think i've done five i was gonna do chapter 26 today but i had to get dinner ready and mm -hmm. um it was a little bit longer chapter so i'll do 26 tomorrow morning i think mm -hmm. thanks for doing that alethea and also cameron awesome. so nice. yeah thank you she has a much better reading voice have you listened to hers like oh my <laughs> word mine's just like i gotta get this done it's all business alethea's like the pleasant and and you just you're, you're there <laughs> well i i don't have all the stress in my life that you have cameron <laughs> all the places to go and that's why i volunteered because i don't i don't have as much of a schedule as you do so yeah that's awesome very helpful i don't Appreciate mind doing it. it and that was nice sarah sent me the book so that was really nice. All right. Well, have a great Thank conference, you. everyone. If you yeah. have any like great insights in the meantime and everything, you know, pop on the Facebook page with all of the conference hubbub and stuff. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm one that like, I try to like disconnect from, from Facebook and everything while I'm watching conference, but um, definitely afterward, I'm going to want to know what everybody's thinking and saying and <laughs> it's gonna be fun anyway i i just um, wanted to say i read in someone's post i don't know if it was kathy's or cindy's or who about your website and have you are you doing okay with that have you received enough money to to not have to take anything out this year how are you doing with that uh-huh yeah yeah it's all good um uh, the payment was like a week or so ago or whatever it's all it's all good. So it's all good, meaning you got donations, or it's all good you paid for it. Right, exactly. Yeah, what does all good mean? 
I like how you just rolled right over that. <laughs> I should be a politician, really, right? You really should. <laughs> well, no, I'm supposed like, to thirteen hundred or what? What is it a year for you? It's um. Well, <laughs> I had misquoted. So the fifteen hundred is is incorrect. It's a eleven thousand. So one one five zero. Um, is is the total cost on it? Um, but one thousand one hundred fifty. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's a yearly cost. Is that right? Yeah, that's what it is every year. Got it. So, did you get enough donations, or did you have yeah. to pay it all? Well, I well, paid let, like let's ask a better it. question. Did you have to pay anything oh, out of your oh. pocket towards it? <laughs> yeah, but you don't need to to fundraise. Trust me, I'm good. Well, I, I want to I'm kind of natural at fundraising, so I just wanted to ask. <laughs> <laughs> My job. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, all right. I'll throw some more money your way. No. And Maybe anyone we else? Should start it's all paid for. It's for good. Next year. Yeah, save it for next year. We're... <laughs> we should start putting money in for the pot for next year. <laughs> I, I can make a thermometer. We could just post it every meeting. <laughs> yeah really let's do it okay so maybe you should give us your venmo um you know thing next next time so we can all scan it i have it if you need it yeah just send it over to everyone <laughs> yeah i'll put it in the post <laughs> that would be great okay just trying to look out for you cameron yeah we gotta take care of you <laughs> all right well, Thank have you. a great week and conference, everyone. It's going to be exciting when we, we meet again. <laughs> yep, right. we'll totally. Bye. 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 Bye.